Hello and welcome to MINIP. I'm your host, Blake, and I'm joined by Clinton. How are you, Clinton? Good, thank you, Blake. Um, had a good week. It's, uh, I want to say a good week. I had a bit of a health concern at the start of the week, but all's good now, and yeah, I'm looking forward to the weekend. Yeah, it's good you're joining us for the show. I'd be lost without you, so uh, it's good <laughs> It's good you're able to come good for later in the week, so it's good. Uh, thank you to anyone that's tuning in again, wherever you're listening or watching this show, uh, whether you're on uh, YouTube or Apple and Spotify podcast. So thanks for joining us again. We uh, had a fair few listeners and viewers last week, which was quite exciting, and we had a lot of people joining our league as well. So if you're watching us for the first time, uh, make sure you like and comment and subscribe to the show. So thanks for joining us, and we'll uh, get straight into it for our Supercoach Racing Round 2 show. Um, we're on Instagram, TikTok, and we're also on Patreon, which we'll discuss later on in the show regarding patreon.com. Um, it's a new platform, that one. So we'll uh, discuss that later in the show. We'll get on quickly to reviewing how we went last week with some key horses. Um, so the winners of the group ones were Incentivized, Montefilia, Private Eye, and Never Been Kissed. So they all scored 40 points. Incentivized was owned by 50 percent of teams in the end um the other group two winners were mass crusader think it over kemantarin still a star there was a couple more there as well but there were the most owned and some from key owned horses um there were some interesting performances from very elegant uh Gatta, which was in a group three elusive express got 32 points riadini was was popularly owned in 22 percent of stable scored zero points so um if you owned him he would have been on your bench and his points wouldn't have scored ingratiating scored four and four moves ahead um scored 12 points in 17 percent of teams what did you make of those uh horses there clinton yeah i think there were some obviously uh, good scores across the board i think a lot of people captained very elegant which was i think a wise move just unfortunate that for whatever reason she didn't seem to run as well as normal so uh, the big key thing is who everyone captained and that those who captained incentivize have already uh, had a great start. Yeah, absolutely. That would have made a big difference in uh, your current ranking after round one teams. Um, as you see there, I'm currently ranked 9,332 um, and you're ranked 4,207. We'll uh, get onto how we uh, got our points very shortly so we'll go through my team from last week quickly so i scored 173 i made a few late changes um which actually cost me some points if i had stuck with my original stable which i talked about last week in the show i would have scored better um but the big difference there um from me from the top competitors is uh in, not captaining incentivize obviously it captained very elegant um who ran in fourth um, some key performances there. Cullen Gatta got me 24. Startanti's 24. Glint of Hope, which was a, a cheaper option, got me 18. Um, ingratiating was my letdown of the, of the round. Only scored four points and his points didn't count for me. Um, yeah, just didn't run very well at all. And like most people, I had James McDonald as my jockey who scored 11 points. Um, and I'm guessing he'll be a key contributor to everyone's points this weekend. So overall, not too bad. Probably about the average, I'd say, if not slightly below. But yeah, the key key horses 
which uh, let me down ingratiating, choosing no compromise and hungry heart last minute was uh, disappointing as well. There were some key differential horses who uh, didn't get me the points that I wanted. Um, and same with you, Clinton, you captained very elegant. Yes, I did, Blake. Um, yeah, I was off to a good start um, looking at my team. So uh, if you scroll across the next page, but yeah, my the first few races, the horses I had, Cool and Gatto ran early. Uh, I don't know who else ran early, maybe Elusive Express. But I got some good scores early, but then unfortunately I had Ray Denny like many had. Um, Ranchan was a bit of a, a smoky that I chose that uh, didn't run that well. So... Across the board, yeah, okay. Um, you know, even, well, I think you scoffed at me a little bit when I said James McDonald was one of the best jockeys in Australia. Well, I think I said he was the best. You scoffed at me. And now... Uh, I don't know if it was a last... scoff. I think it was a little scoff. So he, okay. um, he proved it last week, and I think he'll prove it um, tomorrow that he's one of the best for sure. And he'll rack up the points as the jockey. And just on that, I think, just in terms of the points, I... I'm not sure about the scoring system, but I believe they should up the jockey points to something like five, three, and one. Because I think someone like James McDonald could ride five winners, and that's still not even half the points that a, a horse wins for a group one. So I think uh, is what it is. But uh, yeah, I think J Mac will get the points for us again tomorrow. Yeah, we uh, you're off for a fly with Colin Gatter and Elusive Express. You were sending me messages about how good it was, and then... yeah. Yeah, yeah, that uh, turned around from there. Bit, yeah, yes, you've got a, you had an interesting point there about the um, jockeys potentially being worth more points because it is quite significant um, which jockey you do pick and should make more of a difference probably. And, yeah, so, and, yeah, similar to being captain's choice, maybe jockey selection should be more points. Let's go across to how our league performed. So like I mentioned earlier, I was very happy with the amount of league participants we had. We've got 45 people in our league. I believe you can still join our league. So with league code 592936, we had some good performances in our league from Adam, who scored 255 points. He's currently ranked 88th overall. So well played there, Adam, um, with the team name Walla Walla Boom. Um, Campbell was in second, 247 points. Trent, same amount of points as Campbell there. Um, so they did well. Pablo Bill at 232 points. Um, good to see Pablo Bill up there. He's a key, a key contributor to the fantasy sports community. I see his uh, spreadsheets and stuff like that on many platforms. So well done, Pablo, on a good start. And Kentucky Fried with uh, Sam, got 228 points, is currently in fifth. So Good work there to our league members. Um, yeah. I think you're uh, ranked pretty well there, Clinton, but you're still not in the top five. So just need to lift That's a little fair bit. enough. About eight rounds, Blake. So this is just the start and we'll build up the uh, money in the bank. And then when the big races come, that's when I'm hoping to really pounce. Yeah, absolutely. Once once we get some more differentials. So that was the review of last game week. Um, and now we'll just go across to how tomorrow looks. So we're recording this at about midday on Friday. So um, once this shows up, it'll be the, the fields are live at this moment. We record on a Friday, so we do get the 
most up-to-date fields as possible. The, so we're at Randwick and Caulfield where there's 10 races each, some key races for this weekend. There's four group ones and five group two races. Again, significant is the amount of runners in the race. So for example, race six at Caulfield, it's a group one, only six runners, which will be a key race for most stables this weekend. There's a group two at Randwick in race four. It's only got seven runners. Yeah, so it's important to consider how many horses are in the race because the top 10 in each race get, are in the points. So already race six at Caulfield, group one, six horses, you're already a guaranteed 12 points. So that's significant in considering your horses for this weekend. Yeah, and if you're watching or listening to this, I think it's always worthwhile mentioning that it's important to check your stable as late as possible because... There's every chance between now, which is, as you said, midday on Friday, there'll be some more scratchings uh, prior to the lockout. And if that is the case, that could change your stable significantly. So if one of your horses is scratched, um, that could open up avenues to change your stable in lots of different ways. So it's, um, although we're showing our teams or, uh, our stables now, yeah, it's likely, as you did last week, to change before tomorrow. Yeah, so the lockout for tomorrow's races is is at 12.15 p.m. Um, so that'll be race one. So it's a good point there. Important to consider that. We'll go across to our group one races now. Um, so we'll first look at race eight at Randwick, which is the spring champion stakes. We've got Profondo is at 50K value and is at 330 odds. Um, so pretty much should be a lock-in just about everyone's stables there at 50k presents great value um yeah and short odds as well as the favorite in that group one race there is 12 runners in the race but um yeah that value pretty much have to lock him in would you say that there clinton yeah i think with the eight horses that we select to have a a group one runner at 50k as our last uh, horse i think that's too good to refuse and the two favourites there, Profondo and Head of State, they ran uh, not long ago. That obviously races a young horse's race and yeah, they went head to head and Profondo kicked clear to win but then sort of went and miss uh, down the straight. So hopefully if it uh, runs a bit better this week, hopefully she'll win. So I like, I like the horse and I, I'm expecting that to be in most teams. Yeah, you've also got Bennard there in that same race is at 50k as well at $10 odds. I've seen him in a few stables as well. Benno, Richie Benno. Yeah, Richie's in there um, at yep. $10, yeah. In race six at Caulfield is the other group one, which we've already talked about. It's only got six runners in it, the uh, might and power race. Zaki is the short price favourite, $1.25 odds currently. Is 450k value and super coach, but he should be everyone's captain this week, I'd uh, suggest. And there's a, a fair few people selecting the other horses in the race as well, just because there is six runners. If you can afford to get Probabil, Probabil's at 475k at 650 odds. So second favorite in the ra that race, pretty much just about every horse in that race you could be considering because there is six runners in it with guaranteed points. I've currently got Holmesman, who's 400K at $11. Odds, nonconformist, 300K, and it's at $17. You'll be uh, locking in Zaki there, Clinton? Well, yeah, Zaki should be owned by 
it should be the 90, well, it should be 100%, but it should be owned and at least 90% owned and then captain the same. So, uh, yeah, superstar horse and should win. So um, I've leaning towards Probabil as well. I think that's a class horse. And uh, if it can get slipstream, hopefully it can run into second. Yeah, there's be some uh, good points there. Was, have you, if you started poorly in round one, would you consider not captaining Zaki? No, I think uh, in the, whether it be Supercoach racing or other fantasy formats, if you try and be too differential too early, you'll find yourself digging your hole bigger. And uh, Zaki is, I think, a sure thing to, well, you say a sure thing, but um, I think it would be too much a risk to not have it and captain. Yeah, that uh, odds you got to lock it in. We'll go across the other Group 1 races now. You've got the Caulfield Guineas in race eight, where there's 15 runners, so a bigger field there in the Group 1. Animo's at $2.70 and is a 225k value in Supercoach Racing. Artorius is 175k. Second favourite is 390 So they're the, probably the two horses you should be considering there. The only horses that are under $10 odds. And uh, go across to the Turak handicap race, race nine at Caulfield, 14 runners. I'm Thunderstruck, is currently at $2.60 to win the race and is 200K value in Supercoach. Elephant is also 200K and is the second favourite, 550. Um, so some key horses consider there. I've currently got the two favourites from each of those group ones. Um, what are you thinking there, Clinton? Yeah, well, with the Caulfield Guineas, it's as you said, there's a lot of runners. Um, Animo and Artorias haven't drawn great barriers. Um, so they're going to have to be really special to win. And, and they will have have a bit of luck, I think, to, to win. So I've seen some stables with both of these horses in. Um, I'm a chance, although right now we'll see my stable later, Artorias, I, I like Artorias, but it, at its, yeah, with the amount of runners in the race and the amount of luck that will be needed, there's a chance I may go without anyone in that race at all. Although that sort of goes against my rules about choosing a horse in each group one. I think um, although they're cheap, it's a group one, it makes sense. Um, yeah, they're going to be really good to win. So I'm not sure yet, but uh, Artorias would be my pick in that race. And in the other race, um, I'm Thunderstruck is a class horse and I think it's been primed to have a good spring and I think uh, um, I'll be having that horse in for sure Yeah, one horse from that race that has been uh, backed in since I started creating this um, presentation last night, um, Superstorm has come into the fifth favourite there but it's at 475k value in Supercoach. So that is one horse that has moved into the top five of the odds there, um, currently at $13 in the Turak Handicap race. So that covers the four Group 1 races. We'll go across to the Group 2 races now. Um, race 5 at Caulfield's got eight runners in it and September runs at 400k value, $3.10 odds. Um, quite an expensive horse there for a Group two, um, Bella Nipotina's second favourite, $4.20 odds, 275k value for Supercoach. Are you considering any of the horses in that race, Clinton? Well, as you know, Blake, my daughter's Bella and uh, it would be an open tip, but I personally like September Run. I think it um, has too much class for the other runners and uh, at its price, though, I think it's too expensive to chuck in my stable um, 
at a group two level. Yeah, and is it slightly higher odds than the other group two races, which we're going to talk about now? In the Herbert Power Stakes race, Tenant Caulfield's got 13 runners, and a lot of stables will be locking in floating artists who's $2.80 odds and 200k value and supercoach. Delphi's the second favorite, 325k value and supercoach, $3.30 odds. So some shorter priced options there. Um, but Delphi's at 325k is the second favorite. So quite again, quite an expensive option for a group two race in the Herbert Power Stakes. You got any horses? Yeah, I personally like Delphi. I think that it's a very good chance to win and I'd like to have it in. But at that price, it's put too much of a risk for the Supercoach. Um, so Floating Artist is currently in my stable, but um, I'm not sure if that's the smartest way to approach it because I do think Delphi will win, um, but I can't quite afford uh, Delphi, at, yeah, as I said, at Group 2 level. That's a bit too much of a risk to do. So Floating Artist, I think... And if they both run up to the expectations, they'll be one, two. But um, yeah, Floating Artist is hopefully runs one and two, and I'll, I'll keep him in my stable. Yeah, Turidan, there's the fourth favorite in that race at $9, only 175K. So it's quite an interesting way to approach Supercoach, whether you uh, pick some horses that you like and uh, if you want to spend the extra value or you play the odds game. Last week, I tried to pick a few horses that I thought were going to win the races and didn't pay off. So sort of went against the way I traditionally play my super coach team. So yeah, it's just a matter of tossing up the horses that you like and uh, comparing it to the odds. Yeah. You are. And so that was the two group, two group, two races at Caulfield. Now we'll talk about the three group two races at Randwick in race four is like I already mentioned, there's only seven runners and you've got a short price favourite there, $1.90 odds of Coast Watch. is 150k value in Supercoach. Um, I suspect this is another runner, which just that everyone should be locking in at those odds. Um, 150k value. Bridgetine's uh, 125k, the second favourite's $4.40. So some cheaper options there, Clinton? Yeah, Coast Watch should be a no-brainer, um, I think. Uh, it's likely to go into some bigger races and uh, yeah, I think should be in once again, very similar amount of stables as Zaki. Yeah. So pretty much so far, you've already got Zaki, Coastwatch and Profondo, which you just about should be locking into your stable. The Roman console stakes race five at Randwick's got nine runners. So another shorter field. Pulele is a 200 K value and super coach at two at, $2.25 currently um, and is the short price favourite. So you've got some uh, other sh- close second favourites there in Sword of State and Glen Eagles. Sword of State's 175k, which I know you're considering, and Glen Eagles 125k. Um, so what are you currently thinking for this race there, Clinton? Yeah, I think uh, on face value, Pulele is uh, just a horse you should chuck in, but I've sort of, after doing a bit of research, and watching the race that they competed in last last start, sort of state as a New Zealand horse, ran first up and carried a couple of kilos more than Pulele, got stuck three wide and ran ran well. And I think it'll be fitter. I think it'll lead, and uh, that's my sort of smoky, if you want to call it that. That not many people may have, but sort of state as a horse that I'll be having in my stable for sure. 
And the question is if I'd have Paul Whaley in as well. Um, the amount of runners in the race and being group two, Paul Whaley is the horse that I may replace a group one horse with uh, later in my stable. So uh, I might go one, two in that race. Yeah, so the nine runners there. And we to finish off our group two races, we talk about the Silver Eagle race seven at Randwick. It's got 13 runners. It's tough to have a runner from this race just because it's a quite a wide open race. You've got 550 odds for Count de Ruby, who's 175k value in Supercoach. Alsberg's at six dollars, Equation six fifty, Vangelic seven dollars, and Amish Boys at seven fifty. So quite a wide open race with 13 runners. Tough to have a, a runner for this one for your Supercoach stable in the Silver Eagle Race Seven at Randwick. Have you looked at this race? I did zero research on that race, Blake, because looking at the odds and the amount of runners, I just completely ignored it. The only interest I will have is that James McDonald is riding Amish boy. That's and I'll be watching. I'll be cheering that on. Yeah, similar, similar to this race, the Group Threes and the handicap races um, for this weekend, you probably shouldn't be considering um, because the odds are too high. It's not great value in any of the races and. Yeah, just missing out on too many points from the group ones and group twos that have presented great value for this weekend. So pretty much you shouldn't be considering race seven at Randwick or the group threes or the handicap races. So yeah, that uh, wraps up our races um, preview for this weekend. We'll go across to our stables now, which um, we've already talked about. So I've locked in Zaki as my captain, as we've already mentioned. The I've gone with Holmesman as sort of my bit of a roughie. He's the third favourite in that group one with Zaki um, with only six runners in the race. If I had more value in the bank, which I'm sure some stables would, I'd be swapping Holmesman to Probabil, who's Probabil's at 475, but I can't afford it. So Holmesman is the third favourite in that race. And um, yeah, a bit, bit of a roughie there. Whereas the ref... Rest of the runners are all favourites in their races. So Animo, Pulele, Floating Artist, I'm Thunderstruck, Coast Watch and Profondo, they're all favourites in their races. So I've locked in uh, four favourites of Group 1 races, three favourites of Group 2 races, and Holmesman's the third favourite in that other Group 1 with Zaki. We didn't do a jockey um, uh, preview for this weekend because J-Mac... James McDonald should be locked in by just about every stable. He's got 10 rides. Nine of them are top three favourites. So, yeah, you should be locking him, him in. The only other one you could consider would be um, Jai McNeil, who's also got 10 rides, but he's only got four to five top three favourites. So, lock in James McDonald and uh, shouldn't go too wrong there at all. You've got uh, James McDonald as well, Clinton. Yeah, without doubt, having thought about changing J-Mac, so he'll be locked in. Um, and just, just on the subject, I think everyone can play it differently, although you just mentioned about the other races that we may not consider. Obviously, we play it from a purely strategic and trying to choose uh, the best chances or play the odds. But if people want to choose their own horses and lock particular horses, play your own way. So we're not... Play, we're not suggesting that you have to play the way that we do, but I think there's horses out there that people might um, favour and follow. For example, 
like Mexicana or September Run, for example, that we haven't necessarily considered. But if you like those horses, just chuck them in and have a play and have fun with it. Um, yeah, so there's my team. Zaki as captain, probably a lot I've gone with because I think he'll, she will run second. Artorius is currently in their sort of state who I like a lot. Floating artist, I'm Thunderstruck, uh, Coast Watch, and Tafondo, similar to you at the back there. Um, and with J-Mac as my jockey. The only change that I may do, which I'm thinking I'll likely do, so obviously I'm taking on Animo in the uh, in the Caulfield Guineas, and I'm thinking about actually taking Arturius out as well. As I said, I think, yes, they're pretty uh, good odds, and the thing about them is I think they'll go back in that race. There's lots of runners, and I think they'll have to run extre- extremely um, well to, to win, so... Although it's a group one and, and Arturus is cheap, I'm probably going to take it out and put in, as I said, Pulele and double up on that group two, who I think will run first and second. So that's my stable. And as I said, there's every chance it could be a scratching before lockout and things will all change, but that's how I'm structured up for tomorrow. And so you've got a 25K in the bank to go up to Well, yeah, so what I've... Uh, just spoken about there. I've got 50k in the bank actually, so yeah, I can easily uh, take um, that 25 up to Puella. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So I've got three horses difference there, but as you mentioned, if you do like some other runners such as September Run or even Bella, um, yeah, it's a could be considered a more fun way to play if you are picking horses that are that you like rather than based on the the points and the value option for Supercoach. So that just about wraps up our show for for today. Um, like I already mentioned, follow us on our social media platforms, TikTok and Instagram. If you want to search for us there, it's MiniFSC, so Minute Fantasy Sports Community. And uh, we'll uh, just quickly talk about the patreon.com page now. So it's patreon.com forward slash Minute Fantasy Sports Community. This is how you can uh, support us and what we're trying to do here. Do you want to just talk about patreon.com quickly, Clinton? Uh, pretty much it's a platform where people can uh, show support to uh, content creators. And obviously we've only just started this and uh, you've done the bulk of the work, Blake. So you've done a great job and yeah, it's just a way of supporting us. Uh, obviously you especially um, spend a lot of time creating these slides and setting it all up. So you've done a great job. It's just a way of um, supporting us with what we do. Obviously, not just Supercoach Racing, but other formats, which we'll be getting onto in the next uh, several months. So um, I think it's a great... Uh, what we have done is there's different tiers. There's four different levels of way of supporting us. And we've named the, those tiers of the streets of Minip that mean a lot to us, the main streets of Minip and the streets that we lived in Minip. So it's all relevant to Minip. So there you go. Yeah, it's still a, it's a, another big way of getting involved in our community as well. Um, so when you sign up to different tiers, you get access to our group chats. Um, we'll have one-on-one support for your teams going forward. And in the higher tiers there, there'll be um, prize leagues as well. So there's... Um, options there um, for as little as $3 a month or up to $12 per month. And that will just give you a different access to our community. So 
we definitely want people to get involved. It's more about getting people involved in the community and um, so that we can keep creating this content and uh, keep building the show going forward. Um, so yeah, good way to get involved. And another way to um, support us would be to subscribe to the show um, and however you're listening to us today. And we uh, definitely appreciate your support. So hit us up on Twitter and Instagram and send us a message and to discuss your teams for tomorrow. Got anything all further feed, to add there, Clinton? Yeah, just a little feedback to Blake. He uh, likes it. So on Twitter, send him a message and he'll um, appreciate any, any forms of uh, positive or negative feedback. Yeah. Um, just only positive feedback um, to me. That'll be good. Um, <laughs> yeah, my Twitter handle there is Blake Young. Young spelt with a zero. So the original Blake Young was already taken. So I had to add the zero there for Young. Um, so hit us up on our socials and we uh, look forward to speaking to you soon. Um, and yeah, good luck for round two of Supercoach tomorrow. Good luck. Thank you, Clinton.